Hello, everyone, and welcome to Popcast on the Rocks. We're a podcast that talks about pop culture things, and sometimes there's whiskey. My name is John, and I am joined, as always, by Andrea. How is it going? Good, good. Happy Hump Day and happy Star Wars Day to you. Yeah. May the fourth be with you always. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Thanks for adding that always. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, uh, we've, we've talked about Star Wars a lot in this podcast mm-hmm. and, uh, we've had our ups and downs. Yeah. There we was a time where, uh, man, we had such a streak going that we mentioned it every episode. I yeah. think it was, pr- I would think it was pretty lengthy too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's close to how we started our podcast two years ago. Like it was, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars talk. One of our first big episodes was Star Wars too. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, I have a cough and so I apologize <laughs> if I cough, <laughs> I will try to mute myself. You know, if I have a different sounding voice, that's why. How so, dare you? How dare yeah. you be susceptible to human illness? Yep. Rise above. You are a podcast host. That's true. You cannot be taken down by such things. You know, it's interesting. My <laughs> cough drops actually say little like kind of encouraging things. Ah, cute. Um, tough is your middle name, says one. <laughs> uh, don't try harder, do harder. Um, wow. Stuff like the show must go on and work. There you, you know, go. So that, yeah. There you go. That's relevant. So, and mm-hmm. these are like the, the dove candy wrappers of the cough drop world. Yeah. Just, you know, right. inspiring you to fight on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't going to make it through my day, and then I read my cough drop wrapper. So... That's what they're there for. Yep. (laughs) Well, uh, today's episode, yes, we will be talking Star Wars. A little bit, um, a few different questions to ask ourselves Mm -hmm. about the topic. And mostly news then in the entertainment space. Mm -hmm. We'll see what uh, discussions we get into. No spoiler segment, though, this time. Um, That's (laughs) going to be later in the week slash next week for moon night so mm-hmm. no worries there um before we get to all that drinks drink holidays yes yes uh we are today of course on the cusp of a drink holiday not quite there but tomorrow it is cinco de mayo along with i just learned as you said may the sith yeah instead of may the fifth i love that i'm absolutely using that in some way shape or form tomorrow so you know look out world mostly most likely look out chris because that's who i'll talk to (laughs) but uh yeah it's happening uh tomorrow is cinco de mayo and then uh to close out the month of april on april 30th it was bubble tea day which i know you celebrated i did yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well are you uh partaking either of these holidays (gasps) I am. I am. Some amazing person gave me a bottle of my favorite tequila, Terramana, from one of my favorite people, if not my favorite person. Shh, Chris isn't listening. Uh, The Rock. (laughs) So I am having a margarita to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. All right. Well, salute, because I have a shot of (gasps) Terramana. Uh, shut up i should have ran and got a shot we should be doing (laughs) shots on this wednesday night podcast all right yep what a way to yeah for hump day cinco de mayo so well cheers 
Take it down. That's like cough syrup, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh fix it up. Alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just clears it all out. Just <laughs> swirls it all around, washes yep. it away. <laughs> I am I saw but I'm doing a like a, a double double timer here because I've got Ooh, some bubble tea. Look at you, bubble tea. Nice job. So um it didn't go exactly as planned. Our tapioca pearls went bad, unfortunately. Oh, bummer. I didn't know they would necessarily. I'm like, oh, maybe they'll yeah. keep forever, basically. But That's another know. thing I would have thought, like, boy, there's an expiration date. I have to hurry. Right. Hmm. Right. Interesting. So, but I do have popping boba in here. So this is popping uh, boba. tea and coconut milk and popping boba. Okay. Is that I like pop rocks, but boba? No, 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 no. Oh, let me let me. Yeah, inform I don't. I don't you, know this. Andrea. I don't know this. Yes. So if you get <laughs> boba traditionally, you have it's tapioca pearls. Yeah, that's what you get. But popping boba is usually fruit flavored. Um, you get them if you usually smaller size. If you go to like one of those custom topping ice cream places, they'll mm. often have a thing oh, of like oh, oh. syrup totally, and they like burst. yogurt lab. Yeah, yeah, you go to like yeah. one of those. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. So, yes. That's what this I know is. exactly what you're talking about now. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. All that came to my mind was like, it's boba, but filled with like pop rocks, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Which could be very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I get you now. Sam, so, yeah. we got the bases covered for the drink holidays. Nice. Crushing it. I'm glad you put bubble tea day in there as well, because it's obviously not an alcoholic drink day, but yeah, yeah. they don't always have to be. So, Mm -hmm. yep. All right. It's been a little longer than typical. So (laughs) how's your how's your week been? Oh, as you know, uh, I've been playing nursemaid to my sick baby who unfortunately has just caught a round of high fevers that we first thought was teething and now is just, you know, we've gone to the doctor and gotten the generic viral infection, which yeah. we've gotten this as a diagnosis. Like, I shouldn't be surprised. We've gotten this so many times before. And I know, like, practicing medicine with children is such a guesswork game because yeah. they just, they turn on a dime. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that things just pop up so fast, but... Yeah, so I have been un- unfortunately uh, taking care of a poor sick babe, um, which has meant that I have not really gotten to watch many of the shows that I typically like to watch, uh, but I have been sticking to more kid-friendly fare. Um, so for this week, I watched both Cars and Cars 2 for the first right. time. Okay. I hadn't yeah. seen them before, but Everett is absolutely in love with Cars in real life. So I thought like, Hey, you know, put some cartoon cars on the screen, yeah. big windshield eye faces and bright colors. And as predicted, she totally flipped for it. I did not, however, predict how much she was going to lose her mind. And it was pretty adorable to like, watch her eyes just be like, <gasps> and then, <laughs> yeah, just point at the TV every five seconds. Ka, ka, ka. So it's it's gonna be she's gonna be really disappointed when she gets into the car now right doesn't talk doesn't talk to her or just yeah yes i really at leisurely pace you know right right yeah the the voice from the dashboard is an owen wilson 
saying right. like all of Lightning McQueen's catchphrases, Ciao! which I now know. <laughs> thank you. Obviously, as I've demonstrated. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I went to known. It's okay. It's okay. I did not know before these movies and now I'm, I'm well-versed uh, in the world of cars. So. <laughs> Alan posted in the chat. I am speed. Ka-chow. Yep. Yep. That's yep. That's yeah. how he starts every race. Speed. I am speed. So huh. it's very, it's very cute. It's very, they're very fun. Uh, kid friendly, you know, obviously made for kids, kid friendly movies. So, but there's, there's still like decent plots. You don't have to like is, completely tune out as an adult. Is there a car at the line next to him that just mutters, I take speed. I take lots of speed. I take speed. <laughs> that would definitely be an adult joke for that movie. He's <laughs> I like, wish. He's extra wired. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I take all of the speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that'd be a good a good adult joke. But no, sadly. <laughs> they kept it uh they kept it kid friendly. Okay. So yeah, so that was definitely a part of my week. Um, other parts of my week have been eaten up um, by the wonderful weather that Minnesota has been having. So I've gotten outside yeah. to go walking. I had my first softball game last night, um, and I had my first sand volleyball game last or tonight. Ooh boy, doing that thing where time gets away from me. Um, and uh, that sand volleyball was the first game I've played in two and a half years outside. So okay, that was fun to get back to. Yeah, yeah, perfect day. Like you say, perfect day for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the this is the kind of weather I love playing in. Like sixties, very light, gentle breeze, not powerfully, intensely sunny. Yeah, just couldn't ask for better. Now you just have to work on that running to the ball before it starts heading in that direction. <laughs> indeed being in sand yeah 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 no we we uh i should borrow some of lightning mcqueen's speed and mm-hmm. just tell myself before each volleyball game speed i am speed um, precog yeah yep exactly to get myself in the game because mm-hmm. yeah learned just how slow i am and just how different sand volleyball is than uh court volleyball tonight so yeah mm-hmm. but we still won so it's okay i didn't bring Excellent. our whole team down but yeah something to work right. on for sure um, in adult entertain, not adult entertainment, but whoo, oh boy, <laughs> I was gonna say in an adult That's entertainment things. It's a new segment. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, starting it now. That's right. That's this right. week in hentai. <laughs> uh, I could say something here, but let's let's <laughs> let's leave it. <laughs> uh, that's your call. Yep. Um, no, in a in more grown up. Fair mm. that I have consumed this week. Um, I closed out one of my favorite webtoons, had its series finale, The Wolfman of Wolvershire. Um, kind of maybe the author set it up for a spinoff, which would be really fun. Okay. Uh, but if but if not, it ended simultaneously satisfying conclusion, but also kind of a cliffhanger that was intriguing, but not so big that like I would be mad if there weren't any more. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some some things try to like leave you with a little mystery or like an ooh, I'm intrigued, and it's too far, it's too much. And you're like, no, 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 I really need to know what happens with that. So yeah. this one did a very good job of like satisfyingly wrapping up like the thrust of the main story while also sort of like teasing a little something that maybe could happen well i like i really don't 
generally don't like stories that do this sort of um, instead of letting you wonder at all, they just really wrap all of it up. You yeah, know, especially like things that that end and then they jump ahead yeah. and then explain what happened. It's like, oh, what? Where's my use of imagination for what might occur now? You want to leave your audience wanting a little more, sure, knowing that the world continues on. And what will that be exactly? So, like, you'd love to potentially see a sequel, but you're okay that they don't, right? Because it, you know, it's it's that perfect balance. Yeah, yeah. This was this was very much that the perfect balance of like we wrapped up the main story storyline you know, in a very satisfying, there's no continuing this part kind of way, but there's like a side, something else that could like maybe or maybe not happen. I would be okay either way. Okay. Um, did you see I was just going to, oh, uh, did I see in chat, uh, Dwayne Johnson, birthday yeah. May 2nd? I yeah. did. Yeah. So. Also, because it's that? May as 90s babies, um, I have been seeing this everywhere and it, it, I, I'm so satisfied by it. I love it. It can never happen enough for me. Justin Timberlake. Do you what know about that? Him? What about him? Do you, oh, I mean, you know NSYNC, right? It's going to be May. It's going to be May. It's going to be May. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. love that. I, I, like, <laughs> it is so satisfying. I don't know why. <laughs> I can never see that enough. Yep. That definitely came up last week. Yep. Uh, it was everywhere tiktok reels facebook instagram yeah i actually didn't see people do their own versions of it oh really yeah just like talking to people at the gym and stuff it came up and they were just saying that yeah Mm -hmm. oh okay interesting interesting no i kind of saw it all over different platforms um you know people doing their own like reenactments and interpretations some very funny and original and some, you know, falling short of the mark mm-hmm. as, you know, can happen with any trend. Um, Wait, so you're on TikTok? Yeah. Well, you got to get our podcast on there. And t- I know. I'm, and I'm, talk, I'm dipping the toe first. into TikTok to figure it out. So okay. eventually the goal is to get us there. But yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely kind of want to get the hang of it first before I okay. jump into anything. I... I, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. I just don't want it on my main phone. Like, sure. I, you know, I just, I don't know. I am a happier person, generally speaking, when I just have my phone around less. And yeah. so I just need one less thing to have there. That, you know, I don't want another thing. And so I don't know. But yeah, everybody says it's still a good growing platform. But I don't know. Do you guys sit there and be clever on things? I don't know. Sit and be clever. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I mean, any social media, especially like promotion, from, social media is, you know, yeah. you got to be clever with something, whether it's your hashtags or captions or mm-hmm. get the actual content itself, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. I feel weird doing YouTube shorts already. Sitting outside a theater, doing a quick review or whatever. I still feel weird doing that. So. Yeah, I I get that. Like, um, it's funny. I used to watch uh, theater shows that I was in, and it was really hard to watch myself, or it was really hard to mm. listen to myself, mm-hmm. and just not think, "Oh my gosh, 
That's right. what I sound like or that's what I looked like in that moment. That is not what I thought it was at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so social social media is sometimes an amplification of that. And sometimes it's, well, I get to pick and choose because, yeah. you know, you, you approve it before it gets uploaded or whatever. But it is still hard sometimes to listen to myself and think, oh, boy. That's what that is. <laughs> I th- I feel like I'm over that because I got I got over that in college and then wasn't on anything for a long time. Sure. So then it was a readjustment again. Now I feel like I'm pretty much over that. It's just more of a like we sit down here and we have conversations because it's fun. Talk about things we like or whatever or don't like. And um, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> definitely make sure to include that. <laughs> yeah. But um, but to to be like just here's this little snippet like mm. this is what i think it's as a kind of promotional thing it's like no one ca- what do you why do mm. i think someone cares you know kind of element so that's what i sure. was you know so but See, that's i'll keep funny. doing that's funny that you struggle with that i struggle with being overly wordy mm. so i don't know that i could ever make a short because i would never make the time <laughs> yeah they, they, i'd be they, halfway they, through my first thought and mm-hmm. it would be like, no, no, you're done. Like, no, I'm not. I think I don't think you struggle with being more worried than than I do either. <laughs> As I sit and chatter on forever and, and stuff. So but when you have that time limit, when you're doing a show, yeah. it's like it's right Feeling there. Feeling the pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you got some things done um, despite the circumstances. Yes. Oh, and I do. Fun. Yeah, I do want to mention, speaking of fun, I do want to mention Chris and I jumped back into a show that we had started a long, long time ago, and we were in the mood the other night to watch something funny, and we were like, you know what we started and forgot about is the show Ghosts on CBS uh, with Rose McIver and, as the lead, and oh boy. Rose McIver? McIver. Like M C I V E R. Uh, she was the lead on the CW series I Zombie. Um, oh, okay. Probably one of her most well known. She's also the lead in a very, in a very beloved, terrible trilogy of Hallmark movies about like Christmas movies about like finding a prince and prince mm. something. Okay. Um. And there's like a wedding edition and a baby edition. And they're they're truly terrible, but they kind of got very quick cult status. Sure. Because they are so bad that like they just mm-hmm. sort of embraced the bad and everybody started being like, oh, my God, it's so bad. It's good. Um, but yeah, so she she is uh, one of the stars of that. And I am going to say his name wrong terribly. I think it's Utkarsh Ambedkar. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apologies to everybody in the entire world for butchering that, I'm sure. Um, wow. But they play a couple. A I know. <laughs> um, they play a couple who has inherited an estate um, that they are going to turn into a bed and breakfast. And this estate is haunted by a number of ghosts uh, of people who have died there. And Rose McIver dies for just a few seconds. And then wakes up and and can see the ghosts and communicate them because she communicate with them because she died. Um, So there's a very, you know, hilarious hijinks of like going through the different ghost personalities, um, things that, you know, the ghosts do to help and to hinder them opening up their bed and breakfast. 
Um, the most recent episode we watched dealt with one of the ghosts uh, possessing Rose MacGyver's husband, and he absolutely crushed it playing this like both both versions of himself and also uh, this very haughty, uptight Victorian lady just nailed it. It was really great. Um, so we aren't finished with season one yet, but we will be soon. And I did see that CBS ordered a season two, which I am very, very happy about because this is uh, like a delightful little sitcom that is not just like a generic like, oh, they're ordering another mm-hmm. one of, you know, family sitcom. Ha ha. This right. is good. This is really good writing, very good storytelling and some great actors. So okay. I'm happy about this show. And it I is a gem I forgot about. It. Now. Yeah. Yes. Well, like being you're talking about it and you're talking about uh, generic TV shows and stuff of like that. Yeah. I feel like I'm just going to bring it up now. Bring a little news in quick. Um, that Do 90s it. show. Yes. Oh my God. So I was shocked. We had that 70s show. Yes. Um, Which I did watch. Did you? Coming back. A, a lot of it. Yeah. I've, I've seen, okay. I mean, I don't know how much of it. I feel like I'm sure. probably behind a lot, but I've, I watched it plenty, I guess, to understand it. Yeah, I think um, um I don't think I ever like sat down and like knew I was watching like this is a season I am watching, yeah. you know, front right. to back. I, I you just watched whatever episode was on yes. and sort of got a generic feel House of like um should be consumed. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of got like a feel of like, oh, this is early, this is later, who's dating yes. who, so I can tell. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, cast is coming back for that '90s show. I don't mm-hmm. know anything else about it. Yes. Uh, other than, I mean, now Ashton Kutcher and uh, Mila Kunis are going to have to work together again. We're <gasps> used to doing that now that they're been married for quite a while. Right. That should be interesting. Hmm. Um. But, yeah. Are you excited? Sounds like I, you're excited. I kind of am. I. I really loved that 70s show and I think the writers will not make a mistake of like this won't be like a um did you ever see Boy Meets World when you're a little a only a little bit only a okay. little bit so they did they did um uh now an update called Girl Meets World where it's like Corey and Topanga's kid and she goes through all of like right. the trials and tribulations of high school and like nobody cared Right. Like nobody cared about this. I think like the writing was so sharp and funny and like barbed on that 70s show that this could be like an awesome gem of a show if if we don't worry too much about nostalgia. Like bring some stuff back. Um but don't but don't get like too hung up on on nostalgia being the focus. Like be funny. Sure. Like these characters are awesome fleshed out characters these are good actors i Mm -hmm. i'm so excited that red and kitty yeah foreman are back like they make the show they are amazing so yeah i want some more i can hear her laugh in my head right now i know (laughs) deborah (laughs) joe rupp yeah she's got the laugh man she's got one of those like uh janice from friends like yep. distinctive not that tones. annoying though, but yes no 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 no, no. it's just saying. you just mm-hmm. you hear it and you're like in my mind i got it like yep. i know exactly how you sound mm-hmm. um so yeah 
I, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. I think it'll be good fun. Um, obviously, the one notable exception in the cast is uh, Danny Masterson will not be returning as Hyde as he's in the midst of like figuring out battling potentially right now um, some assault allegations. Okay. Okay. So I, I I heard someone say like he wasn't involved, but I for yes. obvious reasons, but I didn't know what those obvious reasons were. Yes. So he's he's been accused. I think I think he he's denied, um, and they're in court right now trying to to figure that out. I have no details or information on the legitimacy of claims. You know what what his side or his accuser's side might be. So only bringing it up just to say. Um, I'm sad that the character of Hyde will not be there, but right. I'm glad in the sense that they're not trying to do what that 70s show mistakenly did in its final seasons and tried to like replace Eric. I'm glad mm. that so far it seems we're not getting like a replacement Hyde. Don't okay. do that. Right. Just just back away and, and don't talk about it. Yep. Leave it leave it open if you can. So there's yeah. a potential for a return or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I obviously don't know how all of that will go. Um, yep. And even if even if he is cleared of allegations or you know that they're proven false, um, that that they are necessarily thinking he would come back, but right. Just just don't try to like get in there. Just kind of make an excuse for why he's not there and move on. Yeah, that's a that's a good point to not like maybe worry about nostalgia too much. It's hard to say like, exactly because. Like we sit here watching that 70s show, <laughs> understanding some history of the 70s and and then largely caricature. And so that we get sure. that 70s show and we see a caricature of the 70s. Sure. You know? And so you do play off of those things that might be more known, uh, the time might be no more known for. Well, we're very familiar with the 90s. <laughs> now, of course, the memory is a tricky thing. Right. And that we can be hazy. Yeah. And we often it's very selective when we recall the good things. Um, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So I don't know. It will be interesting to be brought to them. And yeah, how much will they lean on that nostalgia versus mm -hmm. how much will they go for authenticity? Right. Because a lot Does of times, I mean, you watch things from the 80s, even like we watched. Um, yeah. Uh, what well, we just watch um, physical. Rose yeah. Burn. And it's like, you know, a lot of times if you look at pictures, you look at your family photos and stuff from different generations and stuff, a lot of it is like, it's just not the same heightened kind of image we get. Yeah. Hollywood likes to create an image of a decade, of a time or whatever. And that sort of creates this like second world in our minds that over time, like she swallows up the actuality the of the time. Yeah. yeah. And so now when we think 80s, we think of Miami Vice or something. And when we <laughs> think of the, the 50s, we think of Mad Men or something. You know, it's, yeah. it's like these aren't these aren't real. These are right. these are caricatures of the right. moment, you know. There are elements here, but this yeah. is this is not like factual, like every detail is right. what it is. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, I do, I mean. I'm excited about it. It kind of makes me feel a little bit old 
to know that like that 90s show is happening and it's like nostalgia and it's like oh boy well that's my actual childhood thank you i didn't think it was that far away but (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah but i just i i just gotta accept and you know like i said hope they do a good job i feel like we're in that age bracket where we have to where people start coming to terms with their age like coming to terms that you're not a kid anymore Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're gonna be old. <laughs> so Yeah. My uh my daughter cannot talk yet, but I'm sure <laughs> one of the early things will be, you know, oh my God, you're so old. Because <laughs> that's classic kids. You know, uh, how old do you think I am? Seventy yeah, twenty. Oh billion. I was gonna say they think you're like twenty, because <laughs> that's like super old to them or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's whatever whatever age, but they could they could say like seven, and yeah. they would just be like, "That's super old." Yeah. And you're like, "Cool." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, anyways, yes, that '90s show is announced, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Indeed. Um, I didn't watch really any sitcoms or anything relevant to that '90s show or that '70s show. I guess you watched so, a know. '90s show though. You're right. Episode oh, yeah. three. Yeah. Of Buffy. Yes. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. I um I don't know what prompted me, I guess. You know, I just was sitting there and say, like, oh, I could hammer out one more of these. Yes, you can. What's so, up epi- what's episode three? Is it Teacher's Pet? It's uh cheerleading. It's about <gasps> cheerleading. The witch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that one. So, yeah, it it's such a, it's such a great blend of the supernatural and like normal high school stuff. I, you know, it's funny when I watch this show, I'm always seeing you now. I'm I'm like seeing you <laughs> as a high schooler watching this show. Okay. I'm, I'm just I'm just, well, and I'm just like I'm seeing you like you know imprint on the character, and I'm just imagining sure. you like seeking out her outfits and I did just you know and so I'm always thinking about that as I'm watching it it's like how how critical was this to like the development of Andrea critical very critical (laughs) especially as you keep going and the seasons get better okay truly so yeah that's a fun added element of me watching it yeah I definitely picked up some witticisms uh, from Buffy and would use them in everyday life um, to to greater and lesser effect for, you know, people who knew the show, for people who didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, I think, are funny regardless and don't need the context, but some of them definitely do. <laughs> it, it's It's just funny how, it's amazing how, you know, pop culture can affect us, you know, in different ways. Like, it really is... Mm-hmm an important thing and what we what we're you know it's like we had friends that weren't allowed to watch power rangers sure and that was you know sad to me or whatever but you know i if that's the parent thinks it is it it does have an impact you know yeah yeah it's it's funny um you know my parents let me watch you know things like wwf wrestling and buffy the vampire slayer but i wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons so right. that was that was a reference I was missing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it's it's interesting to think like 
where my parents' lines were. Yeah. You know, like was mm-hmm. was the WWF and and Buffy really any better than the Simpsons? Like w- like why why here? You know, why that line in the sand? But it was. Yeah. I mean the Simpsons really does feel like it's written for someone like a, you know, blue collar worker that comes home and yeah. cracks open a cheap can of beer and watches something before bed. You know, I, I feel like that's who it's aimed at. Yeah, and, I mean, I probably uh, wasn't the show's exact audience or anything, but right. I don't a, know that my parents made... is a broad audience because right. it, it, it was successful, you know. But, but yeah, um, it's funny that like, I mean, I'm sure that wasn't my parents reasoning i'm sure it was oh we heard it's terrible and you know makes bad jokes and language and you know content so there must have been something behind it but i just i don't know that it was yeah it's interesting not something like south park right like that's a show i'm sure my you know parents easily were like no 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 it's interesting how those how you know, and it'll be interesting to see how you go as so, a parent. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. what's um, like what's an actual informed decision or not? Like, I feel like now right. I think that we're able to make a more informed decision more easily. But when right. will we get to that point where, you know, you're a grandparent walking into a store wanting to buy the newest Zelda for their kid that only has a PlayStation or whatever? You know, right. like it's just. The things you just don't know. So like Absolutely. when every video game is Grand Theft Auto and every, you know, Simpsons kind of cartoon is is South Park or, you know, whatever. Yep. yep. Yeah. Like you say, is it just something you heard? I heard that's bad or right. you actually know what the content is and disappear. Right. Right. Yeah. What's what's kind of like a reflexive ban? Yeah. Um, and what's like, yeah, actually informed. It'll be, yeah. it'll be interesting. I yeah. I know lines in the sand. I would probably draw based on content I actually do know. But yeah, I have no idea what I would do about content I don't. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, Buffy got another episode of that. Yeah. Uh, finished Arcane finally. Very behind. Yes. But uh, I did finish. Double that. good news. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that at some point soon here, probably. Um, reading some more manga and man- mm-hmm. manhwa, manhwa being the Korean term for comics, as okay. opposed to manga for sure. Japanese, so. Um, and then um, being at Star Wars Day, I played a little bit of Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. Nice. And I've been listening to the Star Wars soundtracks a little bit. So nice, good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All kinds of fun things. Um, and on the Star Wars note, might as well like start our celebration. Star Wars Day it is. Um, Cheers. Talking about it up top. Yeah, right. I, was, I resisted the urge to make my milk blue or something stupid. So, Ooh, is that um, your color? No, not necessarily. It just uh, Luke drinks from the teats of something blue milk, yes, I believe. That mm-hmm. is very true. So I purposely didn't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've talked on this show about our favorite Star Wars films, like in what order we put them, in what mm-hmm. order we encourage to watch them, you mm-hmm. know. And, and like if some anyone says that my mind can't be changed, 
they're, I mean, I have proof you know, that I'm, I'm perfectly okay now with people watching it chronologically. So, um, one of I us, one of us. <laughs> I still know which way I would do, but I'm perfectly understanding of either or. Right. So. You see the value of both sides. Mm -hmm. Yes. We have talked about um, the state of Star Wars, which mm -hmm. we can certainly get into if we want. But some of the things that we haven't mentioned before, really, just like little minutiae. Um, little nuggets. Yeah. Like our favorite characters, vehicles. Uh, Pete had asked me not long ago what lightsaber color I would choose or something. Or I don't know. He brought up something about yeah. lightsaber color. So I think yeah. so. I think he did. Um, have you, have you made your own? I know you can do that. Yes. You have. I mean, well, not, not like they do at, um, at Disney. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a nice lightsaber that I chose that is, it's quite, you, you created. No, it's, it's not, <clears throat> I shouldn't say it, it's not unique to me. Okay. So it's a, it's Qui-Gon Jinn lightsaber. Okay. So. Yeah. Very cool. I, I, you know, I've created one in uh, one Star Wars game, and that's kind of fun. You can swap the parts out and stuff, pick the color and all that, and that's that's a lot of fun. But um, what did yeah. you pick? Well, I don't know. You, you, it's a, it's a fun customization option. So as you go through the game, you unlock different parts, and they kind of have backgrounds to different pieces. Like, you know, if one's part from uh, the Guardian lightsaber, or it's a, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't remember what they all were, but and you can mix and match them then to kind of really sure. make your own. You want like sort of a leather grip on there. Do you want it? Whatever. I and would. Then, yeah, you can put a different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd want a leather nice, grip. Nice feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> More like well, I wouldn't want it to like fly out of my hands as I'm yeah. like, doing bad. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it would literally be practicality. I would mm -hmm. worry about that all the time. But you have the force. So I know. So I can bring it back. But like. Yeah. What if I'm wasting valuable seconds? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, well, I mean, start there, like, color. Not not taking any consideration to, I mean, unless you want to, but I, the way I usually think of it is any sort of meaning that would potentially exist with a color. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, red is Sith evil. or evil, you know, yeah. like, just what color would you like to have? as a lightsaber it's your it's, it's part of you i mean of the pre-existing colors that exist in canon yes. or expanding universe yes no i totally get you um i feel like i thought for a hot second that ray's like yellow golden lightsaber was cool it was unique but it like i still liked it she but makes a yellow golden one. It, right at the very end of Rise okay. of Skywalker. Didn't remember that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, resist the urge to go into anything in that movie. Um, so yeah, so for like a hot second, I thought like unique, but I still like the color. It's interesting. Um, but I think I'm I'm gonna stick with my tried and true, which is green. Okay. Yep. Right. I love the color green. It's one of my one of my absolute favorite colors. If I could have like any color ever, I feel like black would be really fun. With a dark saber. I, I think. Yeah. 
Dark Saber is kind of black and uh, yeah, I would I would dig that. Um, but yeah, probably probably green. Okay. Yeah, I would I would choose green as well. Mm -hmm. Actually, so we're sympathically here. I just think it looks great Mm -hmm. as it it's so um, so vibrant. Yes, that's literally the word I was thinking of too. (laughs) Yeah, it really pops. So. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I like, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, however, I do like, I wouldn't choose this, but I, but I like that this happened. I love that Samuel L. Jackson, Mace Windu has a purple lightsaber. Yes. I love that for him because he's just yes. Samuel L. and deserves like uniqueness and was like, no, I'm going to have this awesome yeah. different thing. Create a purple lightsaber for me. Great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Love that for you. I, I would never choose it and I wouldn't want anybody else to have it. So Alan mentions, uh, so that was the game I was talking about where he customized one Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And he says there he always had white or a cyan. All right. I totally see you with a white one. I'm having trouble with cyan. Yeah. I would have to see it. I I can see it, but I can't quite see it. Hmm. Also, cyan, I'm so sorry. Cyan makes me think of printers. And they're out of like cyan ink. And you're like, I've never used cyan ink in my entire life. How are you out of this? Sorry, it's the real world. <laughs> barging it all in the time. On, barging in on Star Wars. <laughs> RGB. It's, it's a blue. I know. Yes. I know. But yeah. you, know, you know what I'm saying? You're like, how is this happening right now? Um, oh, sorry. Alan corrects me. It's CMYK, right? Print format, color yep. spectrum. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's um mm-hmm. I I always I was introduced to Cyan through the game company that made Mist. So Oh sure. That's sure. what so that's what I think of when I think of Cyan, but Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, that's cooler, green. less like depressing adult work life <laughs> worlds that uh-huh. I went. <laughs> I print in black and white all the time. Why is the cyan? Why is cyan? Why? Yeah. And it's never mm-hmm. magenta or yellow. It's cyan. Yeah. Yep. I'm not bitter. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you would you pick any sort of lightsaber alteration, like an odd one? Um, you mean like you Kylo know, like, Ren's got the little... Yeah, or a double-bladed or curved hilt like Dooku has, or like uh, extending like... Um, uh, Corrin Horn has. He like, I think, twists yeah. it and it's longer. Yeah. Um. Sort potentially, but I feel like I would be a person who wouldn't. I I know I wouldn't have a double because I would okay. just I would get myself. Just stab yourself. I'm I'm not I'm not that coordinated, and even after practicing, I feel like I just wouldn't be. Um, extensions. Nunchuck, lightsabers. Ooh, that, I mean, that, again, cool <laughs> idea, but absolutely something would go wrong for me. Yeah, and I'd just have bad. like a slash across the face or something. Um, yeah, I mean, I would do something cool like an extension or, you know, a little addition after a time having just like a regular lightsaber. I feel like mm-hmm. I would, but it, but it would have to either have a meaning or a purpose, you know, something I felt like, yes, this is this is why I have it. Yeah. I wouldn't sure. just do it to do it to look cool. Okay. Yeah, I like the lightsaber designs of some of the um, 
old uh, Knights of the Republic kind of designs that were, so it's not the first lightsabers, but some of the earlier ones, they just looked a little more, um, I don't know, sharp. They yeah. were mm-hmm. um, a little more, have a little more points at the end, mm-hmm. a little more, more organic in a way. Yeah. I kind of like those designs. I think I'd stick to a regular one though. Um, the split, the double blading that splits, that is very cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'd stick to a regular one. And having two seems greedy. Yeah. Just straight up having two. So Dooku like, is like super extra. Well, Dooku has just got, like, got four. The one. <laughs> oh, wait. When it like splits off and he. No. Oh, think G- General Grievous. Um, yeah, Grievous. Grievous. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Which sorry, sorry, sorry. He doesn't even count because he's not force sensitive. Get out exactly. of here with those lightsabers. Those four. So. Mm-hmm. That's why I always would have like if I was building one, I'd make I'd want to make an internal switch to trigger uh, the activation of the lightsaber. So if you weren't a force user, you couldn't turn it on. Mm, mm, sure, flip it on inside. So yeah, it kind of makes me think of like uh, Bond's handprint gun that he yeah. gets in the newer movie. You know, like mm-hmm. sorry, can't do anything. Yep. Like that's yep. a great idea. Mm-hmm. They make those, yeah. Yeah. Um, character. Faye, do you have a, do you have a standout character oh. or a couple characters or something? I mean, yeah, I do. When I was a kid, again, nerd, cool that I was. Mm-hmm. Yoda. Always talked like Yoda. Okay. Even yeah. even if it wasn't in his voice, I enjoyed the linguistic challenge of, you know, reordering your sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was always you know, that was always fun for me, and therefore by extension, I I liked Yoda quite a bit. Um, even in the in the newer, where he's going up against uh, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. You know, just jumping around, being all cool, badass. It was kind of fun just to be like, yeah, Yoda got a moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Yoda's definitely been one of my favorites. Um, I never, I mean, I really liked Han Solo, but I was never, I think, as crazy about him as other girls were. You know, I mean, he was always good looking, but I was never like, oh, my God, Harrison Ford just, you know. I think it was definitely, too, if you were in the moment when they're coming out. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it is different watching a celebrity in a movie of the past or whatever and in their heyday Mm -hmm. and then watching that now and you see that actor that looks like that showing up to the red carpet events and all the things Mm -hmm. and it's on the late night show and all, all the stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. different you kind of can get drawn into it more right um gosh let's see i wasn't a, i wasn't a giant luke fan either um i really i really like luke actually i like mark hamill now more than i like luke back then because he was so whiny mm. he's very like early anakin whiny um 
But he evolved over the course of he his did. Three he films, did. He got know? he got better. He got better. Yeah, I <laughs> I remember a very particular moment uh, when I was watching A New Hope with with a couple drinks to you know be clear, and Luke comes upon I don't know spoiler alert uh, the bodies of his aunt and uncle, and you know his his big reaction is to look at them. And then dramatically look down into the sand. And that's like all he's got. And I was like, okay, we, we don't have anything else. He was tired of them not letting, them, letting him go <laughs> to the Tashi station to pick up power converters. That's right. Hang out with bigs and stuff like that. Keeping so him from living his best life. Um, so, yeah, so I remember I'm, I was blurting out, like, I was just, I was sort of fed yeah. up with Mark Hamill's acting in this, in this film. And, <laughs> uh I was like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna look dramatically at the sand. Maybe it'll have some acting tips. So he he was just not a favorite mm-hmm. of mine. He did evolve, you're right. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, early on he was not he was not a great favorite. Mark um, Hamill's never shown great acting chops outside of the joker honestly. i was gonna say i I really feel like he's so suited for that but that doesn't really take like facial acting you know animated form right yes Mm -hmm. i mean that that takes great range of voice which is a skill and a talent to be Mm -hmm. respected in and of itself but yeah that's very different from i have to be in front of a camera what does my body do yep um yeah, I do I do think he got better for sure. Yes. In in the later films. Um a a bright spot perhaps <laughs> in in a, a low spot of a trilogy. Oh, his acting performance in the latter trilogy. Yeah. Yes, sure. yes, yes. I I do think it improved quite a bit. I think there were different things asked of him that might have been uh, a bit easier, but yeah. Just just saying. Yes. Yeah, so um so Yoda. Yoda, Chewie, always a favorite of mine. Um, and R2-D2. I, lo- I kind of really love the characters who, you know, had to express themselves. It's like, it's like to bring it to modern day terms, it's like Groot. Um, you know, they have to express sure. themselves in a very limited range, but somehow you still get the conveyance of their emotions from them. Um, yeah. So the, those characters were kind of always my favorite. Um, Character-wise, I never really, obviously, as you're not really supposed to, liked Vader, but who doesn't love the voice of James Earl Jones? Sure. Yeah. So there was there was always something, like, tugging me there. Yeah, well, Vader's, I mean, Vader's pretty cool. One of the most iconic villains of all mm-hmm. time, for sure. And yeah, definitely supposed to love to hate him sort of thing, mm-hmm. I suppose. So, yeah, yeah. Those are good. Those are good picks. Particularly Yoda. I think Yoda's great. Um, Thanks. <laughs> I think, like, comes to my favorite characters. I was, I was, I thought, okay, what better way to like reason to pull out my old <gasps> there Star you Wars go. essential guide. To there characters. you go. The only detailed, illustrated, comprehensive guide to major and minor characters of the Star Wars universe. Excellent. Yes, from like 1995. Um, I colored some of these images in here. Uh, uh, I need to see. 
Well, so one of my favorite characters, Eula Keldroma. Um, Ooh. This is this yep. your own coloring work? Yep, this is. Excellent. Yep. So uh, <laughs> uh, he was a Jedi back again in the kind of Knights of the Republic time frame, mm -hmm. 2000 years before New Hope. Mm -hmm. And I always... I always really liked him. There's a great series of comics with him. The art struck me. He was very uh, like tormented person. Mm -hmm. I really liked the uh, kind of his style that he had. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's always been a big favorite of mine. I was first introduced to him in a comic and he was kind of getting tortured and stuff. And so he's got a tragic story. And um, I, I went back and forth between him and, and his wife, uh, Nomi Sunrider, um, she's really cool as well. So she, I, I, I guess I have, I can go color her yet. She is yet there to be colored. There you go. Let's see. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. So. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So she's very cool too. Yeah. Too many to pick, I guess. There's it's a lot. It's so hard. Yeah. All my most of mine, because you know, I was like, I was like sidekicks. I like the other characters. So yeah, I was uh, usually the the biggest Luke or Han fan, either or whatever. You mm -hmm. know, I was like the different characters, but I mean, they have yeah. fun. They got you know, well, they got yeah, some good lines. Critical, they're, they're important. Yeah. They need to be there. I'm they're glad iconic. Stars. Yeah, absolutely. I just um, yeah. So it's been fun to look through this. It's definitely <laughs> I added in some things where it's like. I think it says on um, one character is Tenelka. Um, yeah, she, it says like weapon of choice. I think it said none at the time. Okay. I wrote in lightsaber because <laughs> uh, later. Yeah, right. It's like, this is not updated. This book's not updated. So, yeah. That's cute. But, yeah. Um, vehicles. We already talked about it. Uh, your favorite vehicle? Yep. You can hear it screaming. Oh, yes. Pre-show. TIE Fighter. Yep. Yes, <laughs> sure. I mean, yes. if we're going with like iconic, obviously the Millennium Falcon is like, oh, it's so good. Like, mm -hmm. who doesn't recognize that? Who doesn't get the reference? Like, it's amazing. Totally but I was trying to like think about like okay beyond that, right? And I just love like the iconic screaming of it. You know yeah, what I mean? When I when I hear it's it, so different. Yeah, I I just I really like it, and I just like it just evokes such like a powerful like tie. It just makes me think of you know everything that's to do with Star Wars. So mm -hmm. I love yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I think mine's the, uh, I always liked it as a kid, the Dash Rendar's Outrider. Um, it's very like a Millennium Falcon. It's a Corellian, mm -hmm. like, smuggler's ship kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, yeah, it's got kind of a, a side, a different side cockpit that can spin or whatever. Um, I like that ship a lot, and they added it in the special edition of Star Wars. In oh, Amigo. sure. When they're sure. in Tatooine, they added that ship leaving port. So mm -hmm. that was cool. Yeah, there Alan's got a picture of it. So it's mm. 
reminiscent of the Falcon, but different. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I've seen that. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to uh, like, it's kind of a good transition with vehicles and stuff. When you talk about the TIE fighter and the like iconic sound part of what some of the celebrations for today, Apple released a video that's mm-hmm. behind the Mac. Um, Luke or Skywalker sound video mm-hmm. it's like 23 minutes long or something like that. And, and that talks to some of the sound designers and people at Skywalker ranch, Skywalker sound. Um, and they talk about the tie fighter and, you know, we've heard many of the stories before about Ben Burt making the different sounds, but they go through the, you know, some of the different processes of making sound effects. And it's a fun watch if you're, if you're into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just started a few minutes of it and, and it is very fun. Um, it does kind of remind you of, of all the work that went into, you know, finding unique sounds that would bring you to the Star Wars galaxy, but yeah. that, that weren't too weird or too out of place or too like jarring to not to take you out of what was happening. Yep. Yep. Um, the other thing that happened for May the 4th, which mm-hmm. I wasn't going to watch, but you posted it. Yeah, I did. I made right. you. Oh, yeah. Poke, poke, poke. Um, the new trailer for the limited Kenobi series. Mm-hmm. We had a little teaser a bit ago. Now this is a, a another trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys are interested, go and watch it. Um, what do you what do, what did you think of it? I thought it was a good trailer. I mm-hmm. mean, well put together, fast paced, action oriented. Things are happening. Kenobi's on the run. He's got several different dilemmas. Obviously, you know, one evading capture um, by the limited forces that still care enough that he's out there and possibly doing something. Um, which, by the way, if you're if you're an ever an evil organization dude and you're like, oh, rebel fighter, whoever is finished or, you know, our our kind of outlier here, what could he do? Never, never, ever think that like you're, you go find them and take them down because they're the one person starting the movement that's just going to blow up in your face and take you down. Um so never, never be the guy or the girl or the whoever who says, oh, what can they do anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> enough. Right. Um, yeah, so the, the trailer was fun um, to see that aspect of it. And then also, of course, to see the aspect of Kenobi thinking, you know, I've, I've hidden Luke here on this planet to save him. Now I want to train him in the ways of the Jedi and... And uh, Luke's uncle Owen just being like, oh, like you trained his father, which is just the sickest burn from a mild mannered Joel Edgerton that I can ever dream of. It's just so well delivered. Um, So, yeah, I thought the trailer was fun. Uh, Of course, leaves the mystery alive. Uh, We know for the series, apologies if I'm spoiling this for anyone. We know from series information that Hayden Christensen is returning and will be uh, walking around as Vader. Unclear yet. No one has made any comment and they're they're being very tight-lipped about 
whether or not James Earl Jones will return as the voice of Vader. And of course, the trailer ends on the very iconic, you know, first breaths of Vader inside <clears throat> suit. The yeah, if I'm not James if, Earl Jones, I can't do it. So if James Earl Jones is not back, they should not Riot. have Vader in here. Riot. They just shouldn't do it. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, however, I do believe it is the right move to not confirm it because it. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm good. I'm hooked. I'm intrigued. Sure. I'll watch it to see if it's him. Um, I, I'm afraid they're going to do a. I mean, look, I'm not going to watch the show. So, like, yeah. whatever happens, everybody can tell me. But I think that it's a mistake to have Vader confront Kenobi, and if that's going to happen, if that's going to be a thing. I don't know that's going to yes. be Yes, it is intimated from the trailer, but as we all know, trailers are misleading. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah, very much who knows. But they're almost setting that expectation. Absolutely. So, I think that's, I think it it diminishes the impact of the scene the from reconnect. A New Hope. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, also, what is Kenobi doing with the blaster in this? <laughs> that was my thing is like that yeah. i mean now they could be putting that in there but they know they're just gonna make people mad doing that so like they you're just trying to make people mad just trying to make people mad so it gets talked about more and then you get i don't know, more views i guess if that's your strategy potentially because he, i mean he has the line you know it's he's he's uses it in the prequel trilogies and mm -hmm. in the original trilogy he like shoots a blaster once in the prequels and tosses it aside. What an uncivilized mm -hmm. weapon. Yep. Which is silly, by the way. Just silly. Like a blaster being less civilized than a lightsaber where you have to like get up in someone's face and do the murdering, you know? Yeah, like, I mean... I mean, it's honorable. That's, that's, yeah, I was going to say I that's guess. part of the point. I think he's using... I think he's using honorable and uncivilized probably mm -hmm. interchangeably. Yeah, because plenty of people in like a civilized fashion had their little like duels, their standoffs, 12 paces, turn around and shoot. Kind Which of I mean, well. of course, started off as duels fighting right, via sword. It. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. so I mean, yeah, it's 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 the classic like evolution of weaponry. Mm -hmm. Either way, Kenobi has stood by this. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing. I don't. I just I think the you know, maybe it'll be good. I just think that the series is um, unnecessary. I think the best we got was like there was a Star Wars Visionaries comic number of years ago that kind of told a little short story of what some stuff Kenobi's been up to. And they actually in that have him like reconfront Darth Maul. And later mm. they do this stuff, you know, in the animated series in part. But yeah, I just feel like it's unnecessary. I feel like they're going to. Um, I don't have confidence in it. Whereas, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is, this, is supposed to be this hermit hiding out. And now he's going to be running around dealing with inquisitors or he's not. Probably, right? Maybe he won't be. He'll be doing yeah. a, large, a lot of nothing, which means it's not really about him anyways. It's going to be about the Inquisitors. Well, Kenobi's so, just the name draw. 
so, I mean, we, when we're introduced to him in A New Hope, he's a hermit. But, like, how long does it take for somebody to be a hermit? And how long does Obi-Wan sure. Kenobi live? Sure. We don't get those specifics. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly, well, not clearly. I shouldn't say that. Um, It's got to be decently close to the time that, you know, Kenobi's going into hiding right after the end of, of the first trilogy. Yeah, right. Because, you know, he's not Alec Guinness. He's still Ewan McGregor. So there's there's got to be like a decent Halfway through the season. <laughs> just big switch <laughs> um so you know i mean yeah they say oh he's a hermit he's been there you know he's a recluse whatever but i mean really how long does it take for people to turn to term you that you know to start right. calling you that so I, I while it sort of violates the spirit of that it doesn't fully i think mm -hmm. because we're not having it be like Alec Guinness coming in and having adventures. But yeah, I mean, I do, I do sort of want the series to conclude with, okay, now I'm really actually going into hiding. Right. If it doesn't, if it doesn't end somehow there, then yes, this is a betrayal of this character because you can't have him running around and be a hermit at the same time. Should we, should we read what the, uh, the official, Oh, yeah, sure. As, please, uh, please, supposed please. supposed to happen here. Um, as Darth Vader aligned himself with the self-proclaimed Emperor Palpatine and his new order, Obi-Wan feared for the future of the Republic. He changed his name to Ben Kenobi and moved from the forefront of the Jedi into hidden retirement. Wait, can we pause? Can we pause the strength of that disguise? He'll never oh, yeah, find he's me not Obi -Wan. Ben Kenobi. He's now he's Ben, yeah. I know. I mean, not my I, ish. I mean, but... you know, well, and that's why they always just went with it by Ben. I know. I know. I I know. Ben. It's just funny. It's just funny. He kept in contact with Anakin's estranged wife, who, unbeknownst to Vader, was pregnant with twins. So in this mm -hmm. it's unbeknownst. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan knew the children had tremendous potential as future Jedi. Mm -hmm. On the day the twins, Luke and Leia, were born, Kenobi and the Skywalker... And the Skywalker mother separated them. Um, Leia lived on Alderaan, where she was adopted by Bail Organa. Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan took the infant Luke Skywalker to his brother's home on Tatooine, where Owen and Beru Lars promised to raise mm -hmm. children as if they were his aunt and uncle. As if they were his aunt and uncle. In this. So, Wait, read that this, sentence again? Yeah. So... Um, remember, this is before the prequel movies came out. Yeah, yeah. So there were some alterations, you know. Um, Obi-Wan took the infant Luke Skywalker to his brother's home on Tatooine, where Owen and Beru Lars promised to raise the child as if they were his aunt and uncle. Oh, okay. All right. I think we, maybe when you first read that, you said children instead of child. Mm -hmm. And I was yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Uh, th though the Larses raised Luke well, they lied mm -hmm. to Luke about his father, telling him only that his father had been a great pilot mm -hmm. and later a navigator on a spice freighter. Mm -hmm. Ben stayed on Tatooine and watched over Anakin's son. He made a home for himself in the barren and treacherous uh, Jundland wastes at the southwestern edge of the first quadrant near the western Dune Sea. 
He became known as a crazy wizard and a hermit, appearing infrequently in nearby towns and disappearing almost as quickly as he'd come. Ben knew of the swift destruction of the Jedi Knights at the hands of Vader and Palpatine's Imperial soldiers. He brooded on his great failure with Vader and the havoc the fallen Jedi now wreaked within the Republic and upon the threads uh, of the Force. And yet, Ben stayed in hiding, knowing of Luke's great capacity for the Force and fearing that somehow Vader would find the children. He envisioned Luke as a new hope for the Alliance. Um, and then once Luke was a teenager, Kenobi saved the youngster and his friend, Windy, uh, when Luke crashed his T-16 Skyhopper in Beggar's Canyon. Ben mm-hmm. tried to give Luke his father's lightsaber, but Owen ran Kenobi off the property, telling him never to return. Um, and then we get into the movies. When Princess Leia Organa was captured by Darth Vader's troop, she programmed a message and the stolen plans of the Death Star and R2-D's memory banks. And so, so we go. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, pretty, pretty light on the details for Ben. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you could shoot that's why they, adventures you know, in there. That's why people have talked about this for a long time, because there is a period of time here. Well, what did he do? Well, you know, he just, uh, was a know. wizard. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you'd imagine he trained in the ways of the forest. But it's like, you know, you're, you feel, you feel the burden of failure. You're hiding out your, um, you know, you, you are powerless to make the changes. You know, you've, you had your chance and you failed. I don't know. Now the best you can do is like hope that a new generation uh, will be there to what? (laughs) What's that there, Andrea? You gotta go over to yep. Oh, oh, there it's coming. Uh, uh, hey. <laughs> Baby Yodes. Yep, that's right. I forgot. My parents got this for a little Everett. It was pretty cute. Nice. That is cute. cute. <laughs> um yeah, I mean it it kind of so making this takes away a little bit from the brooding, I'm trying to learn my lessons, figure out what went wrong vibe, um, you know, kind of like licking your wounds that I think Obi-Wan needs to go through. Yeah. You know, it does kind of take away from that, like I'm brooding on what went wrong. But a lot of time passes. Yeah. yeah a lot of time. It's yeah. like 20 years. So. He's going to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not he's not just going to, you know, like I said, live in the live in the desert and just pop up like friendly local neighborhood wizard. Um so I get it. I will probably watch the series. I like you and McGregor. Yep. I I like the idea of this kind of seeing what he's up to. Um I really do have to say I think it's pretty ballsy i didn't realize this until i read this the other day that kenobi is dropping the same day as stranger things season four. Oh, interesting that interesting. is going to be i think an interesting competition to watch you know i haven't been hearing much hype about stranger things though i haven't it's either in a while and are people just like now nah, there's a lot to watch now like right you know, the audience's return has it has it been too long yeah 
Will Netflix I mean, subscribers is, come back or will just right. people keep leaving? Is, is this what Netflix needs like right at this very moment is they're panicking yeah. and, you know, being like, oh, my God, we lost all these subscribers. Like I read last week that the layoffs have started, yep. um, you know, in their moment of crisis is Stranger Things, you know, riding in to save the day or, yeah, is it is it dead? Did it have its cultural Drama. moment? We were all into it and it was so yeah. – I mean – I really did think it was a great show. Yeah. Um, you know, is season four going to be the, the saving force here or yeah, is it done? It's too late. This will be, I think, like I said, an interesting test of, you know, old school and new school. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Star Wars Day. I've been, <laughs> you know, I've been having fun today. Just, um, you know, relishing in old Star Wars things and different, like I say, I have a lot of Star Wars books I haven't read yet that maybe I'll start mm -hmm. reading some or whatever. So, sure. Um, yeah, I I think maybe enough time has passed for the last trilogy of movies that I'll be able to start just forgetting about that <laughs> and enjoying some Star Wars again yet. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Read the Thrawn series, Alan says. Um, yeah, the problem is that's mm. new canon. Um, so I know Timothy Zahn rejects the new. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure they're well done, you know. Um, Legend version two. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I like, I'd like to read through. Um, um, I hadn't, I didn't finish the um, Heir to the Force like trilogy. Um, I don't think I finished the last book of it. So there's definitely Thrawn books in there that I could read as well. So mm -hmm. Alan, is that your favorite Star Wars character? Grand Admiral Thrawn? Mm -hmm. You brought up uh, him up a number of times before. Mm -hmm. He's very cool. I like him a lot. Um, let's get Alan's response here. He is typing. Maybe, not sure. Okay. <laughs> An illuminating response. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Alan. Stop being so mysterious. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Let us know what you think of Star Wars, where it is today, what you did for May the 4th, what you're doing for May the 5th, and, um, yeah, favorite characters and some of that. Other All news, right. CinemaCon. Mm -hmm. What happened there? Boy, um, well, I promise more than just Olivia Wilde being served with papers from Jason Sudeikis, which has been all over the internet. What? So, so um, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde are in the midst of a divorce, which is, you know, not nasty. It's, from what I understand, fairly amicable. Okay. Um, and they are, they're figuring out, you know, all of their separated lives including how they're going to parent their kids um and jason sudeikis had a courier service you know serve olivia wilde with papers about their custody agreement i think some fame hungry you know young chap or lady i, don't, I haven't even seen the clip i've just seen the aftermath of it uh serves olivia wilde with the custody agreement papers while she's literally on stage at CinemaCon talking about her new movie that she's directing, possibly also had some producing writing credit. 
Um, Don't Worry Darling with Florence Pugh and Harry Styles, who is her new boyfriend. Harry Pug, you mean? Harry Pug. That's right. I misspoke. Sorry, everybody. Harry Pug. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, she's literally in the middle of introducing the movie and talking about her experiences on stage. And she's served with papers, um, which, of course, the internet immediately was like, excuse you? Like, this was not appropriate time for that. And Jason Sudeikis came out immediately and was like, no, 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 no. That was not my intention. I gave him to the career service. Had no control. Obviously, if I did, this would be the wrong moment. So, sorry, everybody. That's crazy. Yes, it was. It was quite and, the buzzy moment for the internet rude. to talk about. Yes, um, but yeah, it sounds like all parties agree um, that you know it, it wasn't intentional. Um, there's no like ill will between each other. But yeah, sure. I'm like I said, I'm sure some some delivery person just thought like hey 15 minutes of fame gonna walk out on stage and serve olivia wilde so crazy yeah so that was some big news non-movie related at all that came out of CinemaCon. kind of dominated the conversation for a little bit unfortunately um because we do have big movie news that came out of CinemaCon. um good bad otherwise you know everybody has some thoughts on what happened there for me, good things. Um, I don't think anybody's surprised by this news, but it's nice to see it officially confirmed. We have a sequel to The Batman that was announced, and both Pattinson and Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves are coming back for this sequel. There's going to no, be like aliens, and it's going to be the Batmans. The Batmans. Yeah. <laughs> an, in- an interesting premise. Yeah. If uh, mm-hmm. we're literally talking Batmans. Um. So yeah, good news, I think there. Not a shocker, as of course, you know, we've talked about Matt Reeves being given a green light to build his own um kind of Contained Batman world. world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not a shocker, but a good thing to see for certain. Yes. Um, a couple of other movies announced. Uh, we're getting a quiet place spin-off, which I'm not exactly sure what that means. Um, Different I don't set think, of people. I sure. Mm-hmm. Following a side character, perhaps. Um, it is called Day One. Oh, so well, it started. probably an origin something. Yeah. Um, yeah. we got annu- We had announced that there's going to be a Mission Impossible Seven. Also, having to do with the number one, the title is Dead Reckoning Part One. Because mm-hmm. I so, think there's talks of maybe. Two. Eight is going to be the last one mm-hmm. for Cruise. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. As we know, in Hollywood, nothing uh, that dies ever stays dead. So right. mm-hmm. we could be having more Mission Impossibles, just no Cruise. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was announced. Uh, Which is and it then, worth it without him? Like, those movies are Tom Cruise. Like, Yeah, but, I mean, how many times have you thought, like, these movies are this? And Hollywood is oh, like, yeah, yeah, they'll do it. That'll prove me wrong. <laughs> should they do it? I mean, you know, like, no, I don't think they should. Know. But you know, maybe many years from now, I suppose. You know, they'll but, reboot it somehow. Somebody yeah. will be in there. Um, and we also got an announcement for Avatar, the next Avatar, which I oh. forgot was a thing. It's apparently being released in December of this year. And we haven't heard anything about it, but yeah, now we know it's called the because way of no water. Because no one cares. I mean, 
I, yeah. No one I cares. Care, I care because I was like, that's right. That's a thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I forgot when when they announced this that they were making an Avatar sequel. I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they're, I can't believe they're doing this. I can't I believe will, it's happening. I, I will, you know, not literally, but eat crow if these movies do really well. Because yeah, so you, yeah, so you have up here that there are multiple av- Avatar sequels that are yes. happening. Yes. Uh, five movies in total, so we're getting two, three, four, five, all within the next six years. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, that's fine, but no one cares about Avatar anymore. Uh, it had its moment. I, obviously, it had yeah, its it really had, cool, exactly. great moment. It had its moment, and. It had Star Wars moment because people thought this is what was going to usher in 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. This movie is so gorgeous and it's right. so cool in 3D. Well, Which how many people go to 3D? Right, right. How many people go to 3D movies anymore? I remember right. working at Best Buy at the time and everybody was trying to push 3D televisions. It was the big thing. No one asked to buy a 3D television anymore. It is not a thing. No, people no, don't no, want to no, do no, it. No. It's a gimmick. So whereas something like Star Wars had its Star Wars moment and changed the pacing of films, the structure of films, the way special effects are done in films, right. and that continued, like, had an impact on the industry, Avatar didn't. Avatar had its splash of, like, here's 3D, and now no one talks about it. And people still discuss what we do for Star Wars for its content as well as its yeah. impact. No one's like, oh boy, that Avatar. Can you name a single character from Avatar? Can I name the actors? No. <laughs> no, Jake. you can't name Jake Zoe Sully. Saldana. Jake Sully? That's is that and only because guy? only because I can hear Zoe Saldana in my head. Jake! Jake! Uh, when she like freaks out because he's gonna die. Okay. Okay. You got one. You got one. I prove her wrong. And I, and I literally just said, I, I, I don't remember her her name in the movie, but I literally just said, I can hear Zoe Saldana, not yeah. her character, yeah, whoever is. that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I just, I had a yeah, fun I can, enough I can name a bunch of actors, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm having a hard time with the characters. <laughs> I can't believe this is something they thought was worth four additional sequels. Yeah, I mean, even four, like they're putting wow, the money behind it. all this. Yeah, I think, like I say, I think they're just shooting these back to back. They've been spending years on it. I mean, should have just be done amazing, it in the first but... place. You know what I mean? It should have yeah. been a Lord of the Rings style. Like you have to release all of these right now, or don't do it because it's been so long. It's been too yeah. long. I completely forgot about this. There will be a whole bunch of people that when this one comes out this winter, they'll have no idea what the first one even was. Yeah. They were like, I'm going to have to go back and watch the first one. If I watch this, make sure I remember anything. Avatar released in 2009. So, holy posted. So 13 years. Yeah. So there'll be a bunch of kids that will have no idea what this is. They weren't even born then, or they were born shortly thereafter. Oh boy. That doesn't make me feel old. (laughs) (laughs) 
yeah, this, um, yeah, I, I throw your yeah, money just, at whatever, you know, but I just, I'm I guess, just yeah. shocked that they're doing it. I'm, so. I'm shocked that this is happening. Like I said, I completely forgot about it. And I'm shocked that they're coming back with such a lame title as the way of water. It, it's yeah. enough. It's nothing like what? Yeah. I don't get it. And I water don't. can be ferocious. The way of water. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's the like, Avatar Last Airbender stuff. Don't they do like some people bend water and stuff? Oh, as well? yeah, yeah. Or just yeah, confusing the brain. Maybe, that's maybe what's happening right here. Elements. The next one will yeah. be, you know, yeah. forging the fire. Mm hmm. Yep. Because we're going with some, you know, alliteration here. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The, uh, yeah. The uh, inception of ice. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Look at you go. <laughs> uh, uh, the evolution yeah. of Earth. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, honestly, gonna, this is yeah. as good as the way of water. So, yeah. you know, as, yep. as lame as these are coming across, mm -hmm. <laughs> I could yeah, be in that title. Captain I could yeah, be in that title thing. room right now. Mm hmm. It should be. Awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Avatar uh, rounded out the movies, the kind of the big movies. There were others that we had announced at CinemaCon. Uh, CinemaCon also showed us some sneak peeks and trailers for movies that are coming out. Um, we saw trailers for, like I talked about before, Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling. Uh, trailers for Margot Robbie playing the titular character in Barbie. Because right. apparently Mattel is getting like a whole slew of toy-based movies that are happening. I find this very yeah. weird. Yeah. Barbie is like, I guess, the most plausible of the ones that have been suggested. So interesting. Also, there's a powerhouse cast that I cannot remember all the names, but I looked at and were like, wow, like real legit people in here. So yeah. possibly interesting. Okay. Um, we got some sneak peeks at uh the Borderlands movie, which um, we got, uh, we got a lot of cast photos from from the Borderlands movies, um, and people are generally reacting pretty positively to that. Okay, uh, we got some sneak peeks at John Wick Chapter Four, as well as The Flash, um, which confirmed spoiler alert, not really spoiler, but spoiler if you haven't heard it, that Michael Keaton will be. For sure, returning as Batman. Okay. So that's the thing we all knew, but confirmed, confirmed. Yeah. Right, right. Double confirm. He's there in the flesh. Um, and also, of course, as we've talked a lot about this over the past couple of weeks, uh, the flesh was introduced without any kind of reference to Ezra Miller and any of his legal issues. They just sort of like breezed right on by, not going to talk about it, which. I don't know. I guess if they don't have a statement, fine. But yeah. get one, please. I'm still looking for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we did also, um, two, two of these, of course, seemed particularly relevant, but there were full screenings for a couple of shows, uh, a couple of movies, uh, one being The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke, who is very, of course, hot right now because he's starring yeah, he in Marvel's Moon Knight. I mean, he's hot always. And the Northman. And the Northman. 
Yep. Um, and then we finally got a full look at the sequel that's been years in the making, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, Which we can't again, complain about Avatar, right? That right, was like right. Forever. This is like <laughs> you want to talk real 80. weight for the sequel. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um which yeah, I I checked out a lot of the people who have seen it on social media and they're just giddy as can be um with how this turned out. So initial reviews look really really positive. Okay. Which is kind of shocking to me. Um sure. I don't know, but yeah, if it lives up to the hype, I'm I'm excited to go check it out. I mean, to me anyways, and like, he's a weird guy, but I can't think of a movie in the last couple of decades that Tom Cruise has made that wasn't good. Mm. There's probably something, and some people might enjoy one thing more I... or less. But I wasn't a fan of Vanilla Sky. Okay. Okay. And that's probably getting on like 25 years old or something. Yeah, but, I guess uh, I have no idea. I have no reference for how old that is. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> enjoying it, but 2001, Alan says. Okay. Okay. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, we're over the 20-year mark. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't a, that wasn't a particular favorite of mine. He just makes good stuff. He does. He, he does. Makes, you know, like people criticize him for being crazy and they'll criticize him for like maybe not always playing characters that are different enough at times, you know, or like having what? type. Oh, the mummy. That's Ooh, a good one, Alan. Bad. That's yes. the one. Bad. Yep. bad. I haven't seen yes. it, but I've just heard that's the one. I have not yep. seen the full thing, full disclosure. I have okay. seen pieces. It's not good. Ugh. It is not. What do you expect? You can do more mommy. You get Brendan Fraser back. Come on. Right. I was going to say, this disappointed me in a very different way than the, the final mummy in the mummy trilogy did. Mm -hmm. um, because you can't, you can't recast Rachel Weisz. You just can't do it. And replace her with Maria Bello, even though Maria Bello is great. Can't do it. Yeah, it was too like, different. It was too different. Yeah, just just get her out of there if that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, Tom Cruise is the mummy. Which is was, too bad because his was, was his was the princess one, right? Oh, princess one. What is his mummy? Was the 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 mummy oh, was the princess? That right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Alan. Yeah. And it was like, um, yeah, was Tomb of the Dragon Emperor was the last Brendan Fraser one. Yeah. It was supposed to kickstart the whole, like, bringing back the classic monster movies for Universal. Yep. I so that's a that. cool idea, you know, because then it was like, yeah, Russell Crowe in there. You know, I think he was like Jekyll and Hyde or something. And so, yeah, they were going to do, mm -hmm. but yeah, didn't work out. I guess the video game not. is very good, actually. There's a video game for this. Sure. And uh, people like that. So Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited. Top Gun Maverick is looking good. People think. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for the first time, I think, behind uh, the last Mission Impossible movie or something, and thought, mm -hmm. wow, the camera work. Like, this just looks so cool the way it's mm -hmm. shot. 
So yeah, I'll have to go back and watch the original one, I suppose. Absolutely. But are you a big fan of the, the Mission Impossible movies? And we talked about that earlier, the yeah. announcement. Yeah? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they're pretty consistent. They are. They are. I mean, they're they're not always, you know, there's there are certain ones that are better than others and they're not mm-hmm. always like perfect gems, but they're always solid. Yeah. Yep. There's I don't I don't think there's like the highs and lows quite when I think of like the James Bond franchise. No. No. And obviously there's, there's not as there's, many, but it's like right, kind of right. quantity versus quality. Right, exactly. And I mean, there there is something to be said about like consistently sticking with one main actor. Um, mm-hmm. you know, versus like, how do I compare different actors who have taken on this role and, and their subsequent movies and how, you know, writing teams can try to adapt to a, an actor playing that role. Um, yep. so, you know, there's, there's obviously different things to be said about that, but yeah, I think that they've been consider- pretty consistent, good spy movies. I think Rogue Nation is the one, number five, that is not as good for me. Um, but is that, well, thought, is that the one before or after Ghost Protocol? Uh, it's uh, right after. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, I like that it introduces Rebecca Ferguson's character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not as good of a conclusion and all that yeah. stuff. Agreed. Agreed. Mission Impossible Fallout with Henry Cowell good mm-hmm. really good ghost protocol really good mission impossible 3 for whatever protocol. reason the first time i watched it i didn't love it but i think I that's aj abrams best movie <laughs> that I've i seen, yeah i don't think that i i don't know if i was very distracted when i was watching it because i had the same reaction like i watched it and was like yeah okay and then went mm-hmm. back and rewatched it was like oh On what the did i miss I here yeah yeah, I clearly like, just, I don't know if my brain wasn't turned on for that. But yeah, went back on a rewatch and it was excellent. And what an interesting thing, like Metacritic score. The first one gets a 59. Really? The, the sixth one has an 86. Like, wow. This is, a, this is a series that from 1996 to 2018. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic wise has gotten better with every film yeah the first one and the second one were tied at 59 but then we went 66 73 75 86 that's crazy that is crazy so well good job mission impossible team i know right yep sam all right well if i've ever seen a movie that uh could be adapted into a video game it'd be mission impossible seems torn right out of the pages of video game there was a mission impossible video game i think back on the original playstation but really yeah anyways apparently um, didn't catch on no no it didn't there was enough other spy things i guess sure so uh oh alan says he owns the nintendo 64 game so yeah there must have been oh okay copy on there too fun Xbox and Bethesda have announced now that, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, one and the same, but they're going to be talking specifically about, um, I guess, you know, they're big enough. They're going to lump them in here. June 12th is now yep. the, their showcase that they're 
I'm going to be doing. So that's noon central time, mm-hmm. June 12th. So nothing much more to say there really other than it's kind of the first showcase we have announced of the E3 time period. No, E3 is not happening. Presumably, everybody's going to kind of set up their own thing. Mm-hmm. This is the first big one we've got. So, yes, excited there. Yeah. And then um, this game is a pretty big surprise. Um, there were murmurings, uh, utterances that Square Enix might sell off um, some of their Western studios. Mm-hmm. They've talked about that before. Um, our, they had industry insiders had talked about that, whatever it was a rumor. Yeah. Well, it looks like that's happening. So Embracer Group, um, which is this uh, like Nordic um, company that has basically been gobbling up tons of studios. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what their number is to now. It's like over 40 or something. It's an insane amount uh, that they're bringing under this umbrella. Mm-hmm. And so they have purchased um, Eidos, Montreal, or whatever, Crystal Dynamics, and Square Enix Montreal, and their IP. Yeah. So um, that includes, you know, Tomb Raider, and uh, Gex, and Deus Ex, mm-hmm. and um, Legacy of Cain. And a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, these companies have been around for years working on stuff. So, um, yeah, it's. I think the yeah the price was three hundred million, which I yeah. think people thought was uh, kind of low, surprisingly, or whatever. Yeah, it seems and, even lower yeah. considering like the recent gaming deals that have gone through. Yeah, it's it's interesting that I, I don't. Know, it's just surprising that Embracer's the one that got them. Yeah. Because I would have felt like, you know, people would have felt nice about Tomb Raider being home, home again on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Sony For had sure. them up. Being they already lost Crash Bandicoot to their competition. Right. Um, and then at the, on the same, at the same time, Microsoft is working with Crystal Dynamics um, to make their Perfect Dark game. Oh. So... Uh, Microsoft created a studio um, called, shoot, um, I can't think what it's called. They created from the ground up a new studio, mm-hmm. they had some people leave or whatever, and but their project was Perfect Dark. And then this last year, they announced that they were going to be bringing in their friends at Crystal Dynamics to help work on this and bring uh, Perfect Dark to the modern era. Sure. Okay. So I don't know. A lot of people thought maybe that'd be kind of a test run almost. The initiative. Yes. Thank you, Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the name of the company. <laughs> uh, thought maybe it'd be a test run that if they work well together, that they would then offer to buy from Square Enix Crystal mm-hmm. Dynamics because Square Enix has been unhappy with the performance of Crystal Dynamics and, um, yeah, uh, some of these other Western studios. They're responsible mm-hmm. for the Avengers game. Uh, last Tomb Raider da- game didn't do as well, and then Guardians of the Galaxy, though people loved it, didn't do as well sales wise. I guess mm-hmm. 
So some of these things are like, sure. well, we're just going to get rid of them. But I don't know. I'm just surprised that Embracer Group got them. But there it is. Yeah, like um, kind of like that you can see like pretty much all of this deal that's happening here. They kind of lay everything out. Yeah. And about like all the all the uh releases and things and IP that they're getting and all a little background on each of the studios founded in or yeah, founded in 92, 2007, 2011. Sure. Pretty I mean not old, but kind of old. Yeah. Mhm. Mm video game wise, you know. Video game yeah. is still a relatively new thing in a way, so yeah, the consolidation of the video game industry continues forward. One yes. more, one more thing. Continues so. the pace. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, that's about it. I don't have much more to say about it other than it happened. So. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens next. I mean, I think any any company that's you know buying another, um, yeah, they've they've just now got to prove like why this was a good deal and and what they're going to do together mm -hmm. you know i mean obviously xbox and bethesda having an event makes you think like yeah let's see what's coming out of this mm -hmm. you know yeah. let's let's see what's coming out of you know why why you had to acquire what you're going to do next like you know what ex you made the big move now prove why it was good yeah microsoft has a lot to prove they, I mean, they have a lot sure. they have yeah. lots to prove yeah, I agree. Not much has come out of this yet. You know, really, all their all their acquisitions, which yeah, makes sense. It takes time or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I think uh I think um they've spent a lot of time reassuring people about, you know, things that are current. You know, okay, well we're not making this like Xbox Xbox exclusive right now. You know, you can still have this right. whatever game you thought you were going to have access to, blah blah blah. That's fine, you know, address what's currently happening, like sort out that mess. Now, like let's get to looking to the future. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's our show, guys. That's it. Looking to the future. Yeah, looking to what the a, future. What a positive note to end on. That's so different for us. That's right. <laughs> hey, we have positive notes sometimes <laughs> I, I was like uh, i'm gonna come on here and shock everybody i'm gonna be talking so positive about star wars because you know look at you yeah just, i can't i can't let the must be know. uh must be the influence of all those cough drop rappers yeah right mm -hmm. <laughs> just consuming lots of microplastics and it's just helping me out a lot those yeah. little inspirational sayings just pumping oh. you up to, to mm -hmm. talk nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love Star Wars, it says. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. You got to do what the rapper says. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyways, that's a podcast on the rocks. Episode 105. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll be back before you know it. Talking about Moon Knight. The last two episodes. Um, we'll wrap up that series and uh, see how everything concluded there. I have not seen either of the last two episodes. Same. So um, we'll get that done shortly. And in the meantime, everybody should follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, um, Twitch. 
all those places. Leave comments, subscribe, like, share, all that sort of thing. That helps a lot. If you're a podcast listener only, that's fine. We got lots of podcast directories that we are available on. Whatever your choice is, please leave us a review. Um, that'd be helpful. Spotify gives you the option to watch our video and um, as well. If you're not um, if you're not watching on YouTube, that's fine. So take your pick. Anyways, um, that'll be it from us. And Andrea, thanks as always for joining me. Of course. Cheers, everybody. You got a second cocktail. <laughs>